This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Now, 10 people were arrested last month for alleged dangerous riding of personal mobility devices and power-assisted bicycles. The group comprises eight males and two females between 16 and 25 years old. Police conducted an investigation after this video surfaced online on July 13th showing a group of riders cruising down a mostly empty Shears Avenue at night. The 10 were then arrested between July 17th and the 20th. The police and the Land Transport Authority are investigating them for dangerous riding and riding a PMD on a road, among other offences. If convicted of dangerous riding, an offender can be jailed for up to 12 months, fined up to $5,000 or both. If convicted of riding a PMD on a road, an offender can be jailed for up to three months, fined up to $2,000 or both. The police said they will not hesitate to take tough enforcement action against road users and active mobility device users who flout traffic rules and endanger the safety of others. Journalist Toh Tingwe joins us to take this uh, discussion further. Tingwe, it's been a while since the tougher measures uh, to curb errant PMD users were introduced. But we still do see cases of errant riders on the road. Uh, for instance, the case that we just spoke about of the 10 riders along Shares Avenue. Do they form the minority? Now, generally speaking, has the situation improved since the measures were implemented? I think if we are comparing to last November, the situation has improved quite a lot, like up right after the footpath ban. Because I think if you look back at the later half of last year, the situation was really quite bad with all the accidents and really you see PMDs everywhere. So since the ban of e-scooters from footpath, I think the situation has improved quite a lot. But for this year, there aren't specific numbers, like updated numbers. But anecdotally, it seems like people are saying that after, like since the circuit breaker period onwards, it seems like there are more e-scooters coming out, especially late at night when enforcement officers aren't around. So I guess it's a good thing that we haven't seen high-profile accidents so far, but it seems like there's still a group of like, kind of like, maybe you call hardcore e-scooter users who are still out at night or some even more brazenly in the day riding on the roads. So I think overall the situation has improved, but then there's this group of people that it seems like the rules, like they don't really care about the rules, so there's still the danger there. Right. Well, last week, uh, the LTA updated its guidelines for walking, cycling, or riding a PMD on public paths. What prompted the need to have a code of conduct for pedestrians? So I think uh, LTA has been saying that for the footpath sharing, uh, it's not just about what the device users, like cyclists or e-scooters do alone. It's kind of like it takes two hands to clap. So there's also the pedestrians that walk the footpaths. So uh, the exact reasons, I'm not so sure. But what a member of the panel, Dennis Cole, has told us the last time was that they wanted to introduce the measures to kind of advise pedestrians on how to keep themselves safe on footpaths. So when this was in, like the idea was floated late last year, there were people who were talking about, oh, this is them trying to teach pedestrians how to walk. But I guess the main thing here is that they have tried to, they have made it, they have framed it as a recommendation rather than a law that you have to follow. So uh, it's kind of trying to stay out the things and try to shape behavior over time to make pedestrians change their behavior and make the footpath sharing safer. Right. So I suppose uh, these rules, they are not punitive then, uh, like the ones for device users, for example. 
Yeah, correct. So uh, there aren't any penalties stated in the Code of Conduct. And I guess like the main reason seems to be because like they want to put the emphasis on education rather than try to like kind of like show you the stake and then get you to fall in line. And I was talking to Dr. Raymond Ong, one of the transport infrastructure experts at NUS just a while ago. And he was talking about how for with because like with punishment it kind of it's kind of reactive. And for this situation with pedestrians walking on maybe shared paths instead of sticking to footpaths. Is something that is really hard to enforce because I mean, mm. if you look around outside your house when you walk, somehow people do like to walk on shared paths for some reason. So I mean, like if you have a law that you can't enforce and it's like happening on such a wide scale around Singapore, it kind of defeats the purpose. Defeats the purpose of the law. So I think in the long term, what the active mobility advisory panel had in mind when they introduced this was to shape behavior in a way like you know when we go out on escalators we now automatically stick to the left. But there was a time when I think there wasn't this practice that people stand on the left and right. And somehow there was this campaign or education campaign to get people to stand on the left and it really developed over time. So I think that's where the panel is headed with this. Right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Ting Wei, for coming on to speak with us. We were speaking to journalist To Ting Wei. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.